When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Super Rugby podcast with your hosts, Damien Warren and... Toby Harris. Now, I'm sad. Someone's been shot. Or someone should <laughs> be shot. We, I have really tried my very hardest not to make this the New Zealand rugby podcast. Okay. But I'm struggling. Are you? Because it's dominating my brain. If I was South African, I might feel the same. Yes. The lack of performance. We're going to get into it over this podcast, sir. We will. Have you had a good week? Yes. I had a good long weekend here in the old England. And um, you were on a CrossFit competition. Yeah, I was away. Yeah, I was away. And how, how'd you go? Uh, <laughs> we got 29th out of 60-odd teams. So midway. I'm Mid- sure you midway. you pulled a good stint. Though, I pulled you? a good shift. Always pull a good shift. Always. The others let I you down. I had a sore back because <laughs> I was carrying, carrying the, the rest team. of the team. <laughs> No, it was good fun. We're almost back to, to work as well, aren't we? We are. Our long holiday is coming to a close. God, it's gone quickly, <laughs> isn't it? I hate it's it. It's sad, that really, isn't it. it? It's one of the good things about being a teacher, isn't it? You good holidays. Good holidays. Good holidays. Although I've been working all this week. Working all this week. I've got I've sore back. Work- <laughs> I've been working a lot over the holidays, but you don't see me whinging. <laughs> Anyway, mate, it's time to go through our messages from our supporters. Yes. We've had quite so, a few. And I, do you know what? I love our supporters. I just love seeing an email pop into my inbox every month because Damo <laughs> forgets to send them to me. So it's good when I get and I see my uh, my OneNote full of emails. Do you want to go over the first one? Yes, I will. So first one is from uh, Ben Affleck. And... He sent a picture, which looks like he is, he's got great seats. He's at the game? He's at the game, yeah. So this is before kickoff, I'm guessing. Crowd looks full of old men, but that's okay. He's into that, I assume. Uh, but his email, is, his email goes on to say that um, he is a Kiwi-born Argentinian fan. So he loved it? Yes. He loved it? He would have loved it. But he go, then he goes, couldn't lose, could he? Really? Let's be honest. He couldn't lose. No, he couldn't lose. Because like I've heard his podcast, good podcast, and he's a Kiwi. Sounds Kiwi. Yeah, but he lives in New Zealand as yeah. well, isn't he? Can't he can't lose, can he? No. Anyway, carries on to go and say, uh, you know, Argentine Argentina hadn't beaten the All Blacks ever a couple of years ago ever, and then two years on, they've. I think they've won more than they've lost against the All Blacks, haven't yeah. they? Yeah. Or it might be sort of, you know, 50-50. So he's absolutely loving life. Uh, but then he does go on to say, and he he should be saying sorry, really, shouldn't he? 
because his last line goes on, although I have to admit I did a Toby and I went against the team I support on Superbrew, which is criminal. It is criminal. It is criminal. And you should both be put into rugby prison and thrown away the key. Both years. You did it too. No, I didn't. I kn- Not I- on Superbrew. Yeah, that's what counts. Exactly. <laughs> that's what counts. There you go. Superbrew jail. I might think we're going to lose. When being pushed comes to shove, I'm not beating against the boys, am I? No, thank you, Ben. It was yeah. great. Oh, we're always good to get a picture as well. Exactly, yeah. And no, um, I'm very jealous of the atmosphere that I you were in. I do have a bone to pick with uh, the big fella, Ben Affleck. Okay. I want to read this. Sorry, okay. Yeah. He says, I imagine... The stadium might not have been the greatest. I imagine... Christchurch. <laughs> I imagine you'll be getting a few emails about the All Blacks and no doubt... The Razzler Dazzler has sent in his thesis about Fozzie. Yeah, he's jumping on my back there, isn't he? All I've got to say, you be careful. He's the Razzler Dazzler is super rugby royalty. He was the OG, wasn't he? He was the original. The Razzler Dazzler. The Razzler Dazzler. So, you know We should what? get him a t-shirt. A bit of respect for the Razzler Dazzler. That's you. That, that you're, the, you're the problem here. And actually, if you notice... The Why ra- are you pointing at me with that fat sausage <laughs> finger? <laughs> the Razzler Dazzler has cut down his thesis into more bite-sized chunks recently. I Excellent. Think he- <laughs> He's taken some criticism on board, has he? It's because... It's not criticism. It's because we both struggle to read. <laughs> <laughs> we like it short and sweet. We do. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> well, I like both short All right, <laughs> next thing. Next one, next one. So next one is, well. Well, this is from LinkedIn. Well, the boat race captain. This is the boat race captain. Um, hey, lads, what a weekend, eh? Watch your boys try to break down the blue and white wall for 80 minutes. David Kidwell, who's a, a Kiwi, has their defence humming. Being a Kiwi, do you think you should join the AB setup for the future? Do you think he should? So David Kidwell, he uh, he was a warrior, I think. Yes, super uh, uh, a league in, leaguey player. Yeah, he yeah. was a league player for the New Zealand Warriors and the New Zealand team as well. Um, do, do, so and I have to say, David has got their defence looking lush. I think the uh, Razor Dazza mentioned this as well about you look at the top teams. The defensive coaches are often rugby league. Yeah, ex coaches or players or whatever, and and should the I I I kind of think that's a bit of a fad, but it's a fad that's worked. It's a fad that's working. It's working. So should we think about it? We should think about it a hundred percent. But you'd look at the All Blacks' defence and say it's pretty good as well. I agree. So you know, and we've never had a a leaguey player, and our defence has always been pretty handy. So yeah, but I get your point. I take your point. Um, Coran Betty, he springs up Coran Betty, who was. Unbelievable on the weekend. The I don't think I've seen another player play with so much heart. Yeah, he, he was. He is such a good player, though, isn't he? He's a very good player, but he also is the busy, busiest winger in the world. Um, okay. Last but not least, run on bench and drop. Oh, we've got a competition here, don't we? Because uh, Jason is the one that's done these before. Yes. I like these. These are very good. So, who are you going to start? So there's Mario Toje, Itzabeth, and Will Skelton. Okay, so what's yours, mate? Uh, I'm going to run on Itzabeth, I'm going to bench Will, and I'm going to drop a Toje. <laughs> it's I'm pretty with you. simple. <laughs> Here's my moment. It's pretty simple. <laughs> Here's my moment to do what I've wanted to do a long time, is put Mario Toje in his place. Mario Toje, you don't even, you shouldn't even be on the list. Nah. Do you know what? If I was being absolutely honest, though, he's a good player. He's a good player. But I'd still drop player. him. Yes. Do you know why I drop him? Because he's a melt. Because one of the New Zealand um, selection policy things is no dickheads. Yeah. And I think he's a dickhead. Is that why you never got too far? <laughs> yeah. I think anyway, you're absolutely right. Goes on to say, Bears soon, the boat race captain. I do like how he signs yeah, it off. Yes, Toby. You're a dog for using my actual name last time I wrote. Things like this is the reason why Damo is everyone's favourite. Thank you, the boat race captain. 
LinkedIn. <laughs> Link the stink. Oh, we had some really good little emails from Jason Styles, which uh, I just wanted to say that he sent us two pictures. Very, very funny. I won't uh, describe them, but one of them is about the All Blacks performance, and one of them is about uh, Nick White and the fact that he got slapped on the weekend. So thanks, Rose. But go on. He has one here, and this is a fantastic one. Start bench scrap. James Marshall, ju- sorry, Justin Marshall, Perry Weepu, and Jimmy Cowan. Who are you going to start <laughs> Also, bench? Nick White is such a football player. <laughs> he is, isn't he? Yeah. Okay, so who are you going to start? Who are you going to bench? Who are you going to scrap? Oh, I really don't like Justin Marshall, but he's better than Jimmy Cowan, <laughs> I think. <laughs> so I'm going to start Pity Weepu because he mm, likes the pies. Yeah, okay. And he can kick. Mm. He got us through the 2011 World Cup, didn't he? And then you're going to bench. And then I'm going to bench. Marshall. Although Marshall's Marshall's pretty good. I might go the other way around. Marshall uh, then definitely. Pity. Marshall to start. Yeah. Perry to come on. Change the game. And then Jimmy Cowan to scrap forever. Yes. To actually scrap. But also, <clears throat> also can I just say, uh, Lincoln, I must be someone's favourite because Jason's put Hello Toby and Damien. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So Lincoln... Shut your mouth. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't quite get that one. That's all right. We're going to go. It's two you can't see, sir. So oh. I'll just go. One from Joe here. Second time emailer. Last one was the defense of Geordie over a year ago. I really hope you're not coming back to defend him on this one, Joe. Enjoy the podcast, even if you're clueless about what makes a good fallback. You know, every everyone everyone's going for this. D Mac or Jordan for fullback? Well the thing is, um the Razzle of the Dazzlem was messaging me and mm. well not me, but the yeah, podcast. Petri was. And he was saying that you <laughs> hey, don't Toby. know what you, you don't know <laughs> Hey Toby, you out of the shower yet? <laughs> Send me a pic. <laughs> um Oh sorry, yeah. it won't won't fit in the frame. <laughs> I need to get a wide angle. This is, can someone else take it? Demo. <laughs> <laughs> Village. Right, we need to get back on track. Um, no, but he was saying that, the, you know, you don't know what you're talking about with fullbacks. And and he's... <laughs> Sorry, I'm Joseph just... is carrying on the trend. Yeah, absolutely. D-Mac, he can kick. Yeah, you've mentioned this, haven't you? You've mentioned this. I, I just think that Will Jordan's the best fullback this year. So why haven't you picked him in that position that's my thoughts on it I agree I yeah I agree but it's been a habit of Fozzies though hasn't it oh it's been a the Barrett brothers have been golden I know even when they haven't played well no or even or, or arguably even when others have played better yes yes I agree which I don't get like I kind of understand like Fozzie is a by all accounts, we've mentioned this a number of times, and we're not joking, it's not like the Owen Farrell thing. He's a really nice guy. And I think that's clouded his judgment. I don't think being a nice guy when it comes to selections is actually a good thing at all. You you need to be sweet and sour if you're a coach yeah. or a manager or whatever. You need to, to look after your players and you need to be kind and nice to them, but then you also need that respect where... Actually, if you're not good enough, I'm not going to pick you. That's that's professional sport. You know, you look at, um, for example, you look at one of the Premier League foot, soccer football teams. After four games of the season, they've sacked their manager. If, if, yeah, he, if he's not good enough. I don't want that to happen. No, I, I, don't. I agree. But I'm just saying that is professional sport. I think that it should really come down to Fozzie. You know, being a being in a rugby team, you always want want what's best for the team. Being a rugby coach, you should always want what's best for the team. It's too late now. He has to go through to the World Cup. Changing it now won't. No, I'm talking about players, though. Yeah, I, I get that. But my point is, sometimes the players need to be honest. Sometimes the coaching needs to be honest and and say I'm not up to it at the moment. Like yeah. like Michael Hooper. Hooper Pooper Scooper. You know, he he went he turned around and said, you know, I'm not up to it. So yeah. I'm gonna 
exclude myself from playing for my country, which is a great honour. That takes some guts as well, doesn't it, doing that? It's a little bit easier when you're Michael Hooper, though, isn't it? Uh, Razzle the Dazzler has has gotten got in touch. You, you'll be shocked, sir. Uh, and he's made some, uh, again, great points. He's asked, who is New Zealand's Marika Korambedi? The guy that who goes above and beyond every game, who doesn't stop, who just turns it on week in, week out. Who's our player that does that? Artie Sevilla. Artie Sevilla. I'd arguably say Sam Kane. I watched Sam Kane quite closely on the weekend. Oh, did you? Did you he him? puts a shift in. He does, but he goes so unnoticed. He does go so unnoticed. It's un- funny because I've got a, I've got a new story later on about that, Carol. Yeah. Um, he goes on to say, Richie Mawanga played a great game against the box, but he was at home. It was dry conditions. Did he turn it on or not? And I think it would be fair to say he had a pretty average game. And it was an opportunity for him to really... Who's that, sorry? Uh, Richie Mwanga. And, and he didn't he didn't front up, I don't think, on, on Saturday. Um, and great work by the Aussies, he's mentioning. Strong start. And the box let them dictate the pace of the match. And I think that's absolutely, absolutely key there. And actually, it came from Marie Corambetti, who maintained the momentum and high standards that they showed. So really good points there from... He hasn't actually gone the Razzler Dazzler. It's just Darren now. So he's even chopped that down to half for what, you. What have we done to him? I'm sorry, Darren. Do you want to go over Ben? Ben Zealand did send a great picture in, didn't he? That's Fozzy in the. Right, okay. That's what I didn't get. It's a picture of a teddy bear, of a bear. Someone from the it's Muppets. just got a target. Someone from the Muppets, mate. Right. I don't know who it is from Muppets. It's been a while, Ben, since I've watched the Muppets. Well, but I love every morning it. you look in the mirror. Cheer. Oh, there's a Muppet. Cheer, bro. Cheer, bro. <laughs> Cheer, Ben Zealand. Yeah, like ah, You need to add a bit of New Zealand in it. Cheer, brother. <laughs> right, mate. It's over to breaking news. Breaking news, yeah. Proudly supported by our Patreon, Patreon members. members. Thank you, Patreon members. All two of them. <laughs> three, I think. Is it three? Yeah, three. But three's better than none. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Your um, first story, mate. Your first story. Yeah, my first story. So I just need to find it. Yeah, so my first story is uh is about Sam Kane. And um John Kerwin. We all love John Kerwin. Not Sir John Kerwin, sorry. Um he's sort of calling for the captain to sit one out. Now he he goes on to say um, Sam Kane and Sam Whitelock. Now, I think they're two of our best forwards at the moment because um, they do hard work. They go unnoticed, obviously. <laughs> yeah, cheers, He's a John. winger, isn't he? He's a winger. He doesn't know anything about the forwards. Anyway, um, but he he sort of goes on to say, you know, we need to bring in these younger players to give them a bit more experience at this level and so on and so forth but it's like well I I get where John's coming from because I think we do but then is there much point so close to the World Cup now this really annoys me does it really annoys me this is everything that's wrong with New Zealand rugby right and rugby in general rugby in general let's not just say New Zealand right John Kerwin at the start of the year before a match was played, was saying there's 18 tests to go before the World Cup starts and that we have to be more consistent in our selection and we must select players and pretty much settle on a team. And now he's asking for that to be changed around, flipped around. Did you know on the weekend, it was the first time that I can remember that there were no changes to the starting lineup from match to match. There were none. No changes to the starting wow. lineup. Wow. It was wow. only on the bench that there was that were, there was some change. Stephen Pettafenua coming in. Pettafenua. That one. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> Stephen P. <laughs> and he got and he what he got thirty, 30 seconds. seconds. So he Village. couldn't so he couldn't play for some Mana Samoa next year in the World Cup. Yep. 
call me we've, cynical, but we've turned into why, England. Why on we? earth? Why on earth would you do that? That's just disgusting. Yeah, I hate stuff like that. That's disgusting. Bring a player on for thirty seconds. That's what footballers do. That's what football, soccer football teams do. They put them on for like thirty seconds. It's waste time, and you're like, I wonder what? if that's like financial for him. Wonder if there's any benefit to him going on the pitch. Surely there'll be. You'll get a bit more money. Yeah. I mean, it's terrible. No matter which way you look at it, you pick a player. You either don't, if you don't trust that he's the right man for the job, don't put him on. No. But I can't I, believe that. If he does not play again for the All Blacks, that is disgraceful. It is. That is disgraceful. Something England would do. Absolutely. It was John Kerwin. I know. They go back to it. What a tool. What an absolute tool. Yeah. Listen, make your bed and sleep in it. Correct. You don't flip, you don't flop. We were out here saying Fozzie should go, but before he got selected, he wasn't the right man for the Correct. job. And we still think that. And we still think that. Yep. And, and now and now everyone else does. Yeah. Okay. We are trendsetters. Right? We, we're we not big fans of Geordie Barrett. No. Okay, we've been saying Will Jordan for a very long time. Correct. Okay, we've been saying, uh, well, I think we did flip and flop a little bit with um, Bowden Barrett and Richie Moanga. I still think <clears throat> I still think Richie's a better, better 10. Yeah. But in on the whole, we've always been fans of Lamape. Yes. Okay. And sad news is he signed in, in uh, Japan for three years. Oh, so he can't play for the All Blacks. Mind you, he, is there a loophole there? No, I don't think there is. The thing is, is that going back to Geordie Barrett being at fullback, the reason why he's there is for him to kick long penalties. Yeah. When was the last time he kicked a long penalty? Correct. To be fair, when Bowden Barrett's playing, he kicks all the goals. Yes. And that's Bowden my Barrett, goes, I go Bowden back to Barrett my point. Barrett is a bench player. He is a utility back. Geordie's a bench player, in my opinion. Geordie shouldn't even be in the team. I think that's hard. Although, no, yeah. Geordie can play in the centres. Geordie could play. If need be. Geordie could play in the centres. Yeah, he, play wing. He could play at fly half. Full back. He could, play, he could play pretty much anywhere in the back line barring scrum half. Yes. So he is a utility back. Correct. A good I, player I to have on the bench. I have to agree with you. Thank you. My first story is um, close to crisis, Springboks fangs are hung up on one major issue. Now, we've been going on and on and on about uh, Australia over the years being a disaster. We're now saying New Zealand are a disaster. I'm sure the England fans probably feel that England are struggling at times. You know, one minute they're up, one minute they're down. But really, the box, the box really are in the same place aren't they well of course they are lost to wales for the first time yep. in history yeah okay had an opportunity to put the all blacks away at ellis park yeah pack stadium especially the way that the all blacks were playing yep. as well didn't turn up no then they lose to australia yeah who don't even have their five best players available to them due to injury i oh, you know i really you got got to say the box aren't in a great spot are they no. And here's us thinking, oh, we bet the box at Ellis Park. The box were rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the box are just rubbish. And actually, it just shows how bad we are. <laughs> In all honesty, it shows how bad the Southern Hemisphere rugby teams are um, at the moment. Um, Apart from Argentina. That's oh, go on, the RGs. <laughs> <laughs> you got to say, though, that the, the uh, Autumn Internationals are going to be very interesting. Very interesting. You know, it's like, who have we not lost to? Right? We've not lost to Japan. They're in the Autumn. <laughs> are we playing them in the Autumn Internationals? Uh, I think so, yeah. Have we lost to Scotland? Nope. Nope. We're playing them, though. Yep, we are. <laughs> Excellent. Brilliant. <laughs> tee, that, tee that one up, Fozzie. <laughs> Another history maker. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, also, he set a record for the. He's, they've never, they've never, ever, ever lost three home tests in a row, and they did on Saturday. Who? The All Blacks. The last three home test matches, they have now lost. Wow! I reckon Eden Park will go. No, it you can't. can't. I mean, under Fozzy, he's going to do a clean sweep. <laughs> Here you go, fellas. <laughs> They're going to say to him in about ten years' time, "What's your greatest achievement?" Well, I will tell you. 
I got I, the clean got, sweep. I, I did the clean sweep. I lost this, I lost that, and I, I took our, our home run at Eden Park away from us as oh, well. When is our next game at Eden Park? <laughs> oh, our next one we'll lose, don't worry. I don't know what it is, mate. Jeepers. You, you think it'll be a bledder's low? I think <sighs> it is a bledder's low. Uh, so, you know, the, they're not they're not happy. The fans aren't happy. And actually, they've got a, they've got a lot of, you know, they've got a lot of talent in South Africa. Yep. A lot of good players. They're obsessed with kicking the ball. They are, aren't they? They're obsessed with not using their backs when they've got a, one of the best back lines in the world. And they're obsessed with picking players who aren't the best. Dwayne Vermeuland is past his prime. And they've got a lot of young guys that can come in and do a job. And every time they come on, they do great. Uh, you've got Malcolm Marks, who just should be starting, not starting week in, week out. You've got a guy, Francois Stein, the big, he's overweight. He's way too old, but he does have a boot on him. Yeah. And basically, they're trying to say that uh, that Neymar, the, 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 the coach, has no idea, was a good assistant coach, but has, has brought nothing to the party. Okay. Who does this sound like? But apart from the great assistant coach, Fozzie. Fozzie. Do you know what I mean? Same problem. Okay. Same problem. Really good start. Really good statement here, which is one fan accurately predicted Nabar's post-match interview after the loss to the Wallabies, which isn't all that difficult considering it's the same Nabar uses every time the Springboks lose. Mark my words: the post-game Nabar will be: we weren't accurate, we made too many mistakes, and gave away too many penalties. It should have read. Not, uh, sorry, I messed up with selection. I focused too much on our kicking and training, and I missed <laughs> being able to hide behind Razzie. <laughs> Brilliant. So, yeah, so, you know, let's, it's not all, all down and out. The Aussies were in dire straits. They're coming back strong. I think the Springboks and I think the ABs and I think these other teams could come back strong too. It'll be interesting to, like you say, those autumn internationals. So last week we spoke about what would be a success for the All Blacks and what would be, you know, disaster. Yeah. And you said we needed to win all four home games, all four of the remaining games. Yes, we so did. It's a disaster already for you. <laughs> I don't think it's a disaster yet, but I think if we lose, if we, we could lose this this week. This this week we could lose again. We we need to for me I I'm not sure I said all four games but for me we need to win and I didn't think we were actually going to lose this week but we need to win the remaining yeah do you know what I said also that I didn't think now with the injuries that Australia could win back the Bledisloe I still don't think they will win back the Bledisloe well they need to win two from two don't they to win it back two I think there might be a third game there's normally a third game in there for the Bledisloe as well but it's not part of the rugby championship so it's like an additional game right so they do need to win two out of three and I think that's a tough ask but I thought Argentina winning at at home uh, you know away from home when the All Blacks are really under the pump was going to be difficult and they did it incredibly easily didn't they Right. Um, mine is a bit, uh, well, it's not bad, but it's good, actually. Uh, new signings for some teams. Go on. So, um, <clears throat> Black Rams, which are in Japan, okay, they are uh, a League One side, so I don't think they're in the top tier. Yeah. They have signed Nathan Hughes. Wow. That's a good signing, eh? Yeah. Uh, they've also signed uh, Hedley Parks. Really? The old yep. Welsh, Kiwi, Welsh yep. international, yeah? And they've also signed uh, Josh Goodhue. Wow. So they've thrown quite a bit of money at new signings as a League One team, so second tier, really. Yeah. Um, also, good news is... Um, Hang on, where's his, where's his name? <laughs> All Black Hooker commits to... Uh, uh, Asafa Moore. Asafa Amur. He's signed again for the Hurricanes for, I think it's three years, three or five years. Yeah. Which is good. But then probably the biggest one is Zach Mercer. 
Yeah. Zach Mercer's going back to England. Is it Gloucester? It is Gloucester, yep. Um, That's massive news, isn't it? Because that tells me... I mean, so, so, so Zach Mercer, for those that don't know, Zach Mercer is a Kiwi, born in New Zealand... No, he wasn't no, born in New Zealand. Born in Scotland. Born so he in could Scotland. play for Scotland, New Zealand, or England. England. And he he has played, played for England. For England. Yeah. But the thing is, is that Eddie Jones said he wasn't big enough and wasn't good enough for the team. And he's gone across to France. Yep. Fil- it, filled his um, boots full of cash. And it apparently has been killing it. To be fair, yeah, he, he was go, killing well, it in the Premiership he, while he was here. He got player of the top 15 final. Yeah. And Montpellier are saying he's the best eight they've ever seen. So if he's good enough for Mont, you know, the French's best, and Montpellier were before he came were not in the top, no, you know, echelons of of French rugby. Yeah. Um. So that sort of tells me that he wants to get back and, and play in the World Cup. Yes. To be fair, England are crying out for number eight. Don't know whether they're crying out for number eight. Well, who's going to play there? Well, Big Billy. He's going to get injured. <laughs> I call, I've, I'm sorry, but... You've called it, mate. I haven't called Vunapola Bet getting injured, but I will now. But... <clears throat> Tuolangi. Oh, Tuolangi. Yeah, mate. Just they're, too, they're too strong for their own bodies. They are too big. They are islanders. Too much cover. <laughs> <laughs> what are they called? Potato over there? Potatoes? Yeah. No, it's they call it potatoes. Sweet potato, mate. Yeah, but what is it? Coomera. Coomera. Nah, is it Coomera? Yeah, it's Coomera. Coomera, mate. Too much Coomera. Gotta love a Coomera chip, eh? Oh, Coomera chips. Coomera fries. Oh, lovely. Uh, my last story is Nick White. Nick White, Hollywood, right? He gets abused walking through the airport. I've seen that. Uh, and actually, you know what? Fair play. It was the worst thing I've seen on TV. And I'm not talking about sport. I'm talking about TV I in didn't general. I see it. It was the worst Hollywood performance I've ever seen. So Faf de Klerk goes to knock down the ball yeah. and literally, literally flicks his chin. And Nick White goes down. Does he go down like a sack of spuds? And the worst thing is, all of this, the worst thing is then... Fafter Clerk, after the third official's been involved, has got binned. What what is rugby coming to? Is he should in, have been. Was it the he should have been. Hang on, listen. Was it the intention? No, he was intending to hit the ball out of his right. hand, and he and he literally caught his a whisker, couple of a, a couple of bum fluffs on his on his chin, mate. He should have been yellow. They should have turned around and said that's not in the spirit of the game, and they should have now. What I would say is Nick White. I like Nick White, right? He's but a that, mongrel, isn't he? There's no place for that in rugby. Sivu Reese has done it a few times, and I've called him out. Sivu Reese is villager, isn't yeah. he? Terrible. But yeah. this this was the worst I've ever seen. This is football esque. You like get a touch and you go down. And everyone says, "Oh, it's not football." Well, it is now, isn't it? Yeah. The referees should have yellow carded Nick, Nick White. White. Would it have made a difference in the game? Yeah, probably. Probably. Because Nick, Nick White's a good player. He's influential, isn't he? He is. Mate. What caught your eye? Well, let's get the results. Obviously, everyone knows New Zealand lost yeah. to Argentina. South Africa lost. South Africa lost to Australia. So what caught my eye was Oswald Class. I was really surprised watching this match. I had the Saffirs down to beat the Aussies. Uh, not convincingly, but, you know, by 10. Yeah. And the Aussies were absolutely brilliant. The pace of the ball, uh, the way their forwards run onto it. They Fraser, were accurate as well, weren't they? Fraser McWright, Cora and Betty were absolutely How amazing. Good. Well, Fraser McWright wasn't even in the... In the squad. No. He was in Australia, A. He was, wasn't he? Yeah, great player. Yeah. We've seen that with the Reds, with yes. Fraser oh, McWright. Oh, he was brilliant, yeah. But he was, he was absolute class. I just thought... The Aussie scrum was good. The line-out was good. Their ruck play was excellent. They do have a nice game plan for South Africa. They keep the ball very quick. Yep. They run onto the ball. They keep momentum. And they do play more heads-up rugby. Yeah. They make more kind of quality line breaks than most other sides. Not always a great fit for when the Aussies play the All Blacks. 
But when the Aussies play teams that are very defensive orientated, but also they're very good. They're very um, when they play people who are quite structured, yes, then it becomes easier for their game plan, doesn't it? Yeah. So really, really well done to the Aussies. You know, I didn't pick it. I didn't think. I think Lola Seo played really well at ten as well. Um, and they should be really, really proud. Can did, they did back Bernard it up Foley again? Get on. No. No. But I've heard that Bernard Foley's brought a lot to the camp. You know, that kind of... Yeah. Lolliseo... Well, huge experience. Yeah, huge it? experience. So, it was great. Our Valentini, mate. Oh, my God, he's a player. What a big unit he is, isn't he? He is, yeah. I think I'm excited by the Aussies. I'm I, excited by the Aussies. Yes. Again, I think it'll be interesting um, with the Autumn Internationals for them. Yeah, it's consistency for them. They've yes. got young players, and this is the big thing for them. Can they back it up this weekend? Because we saw them play like that against Argentina. Yeah. And then they fell off a cliff face. It's it's that it's easy to be good when you need to be good. It's hard to be good all the time Yes, when you're a young player. You can get yourself up. Well, that, that's what I want to, you know, be interesting again next week against Argentina. We'll be better. Because we need to be better. We'll be better because we need to be better. But also, Argentina winning three games on the bounce. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Consistency is a real real issue in world rugby at the moment. Well, consistency for Argentina has always been a real issue. Yeah. Um, So it'll be interesting to see how they perform as well as a group. I put here um, the pace of the ball uh, breaks the box. Box poor. Uh, selections, the crazy. Argentina were very, very good. Could, our, can they back it up? Our first 20 minutes was brilliant. Of the podcast, yeah, I know. Always brilliant. <laughs> no, yeah, New Zealand's performance, you 20 know, minutes, yeah. We, we got out to quite a nice early lead. Scored two good, well, a good rolling mall try and then Caleb Clark in the corner. But then yeah, it's almost like, because in those situations many years ago, our foot was on their throat and it would stay there. You know, but then now it's kind of like, oh, oh, well, we're, we're, we're 15 points up or whatever it was. We'll, we'll just stop playing. Yeah, it was we'll actually get too comfortable. It was really noticeable. So I put here, the, I know the All Blacks lost, but it's not all bad. And the reason why I say this is because the forwards, their line out was good apart from the end where they had an absolute meltdown. Um, their scrum was amazing. Their scrum was amazing. Argentinian scrum. No, the All Black scrum. Uh, and the ruck was great on the whole, first half. And at times, the way that we kept pace on the ball, we brought in our wingers, all of these things were really good. But then we went back to the old All Blacks of about three months ago, and it was stagnant. It was uh, mistake-laden. It was mindless rugby. Yeah. Lots of penalties. Buffelli, oh my goodness. He can wow. kick from anywhere, can't but he? He's also, he's very accurate. Yeah. So he can kick from anywhere and he's accurate. A class player. Yeah, like he is. You picked it a few weeks ago, did. didn't you? Yeah. Um, so it's not all bad. And I no. can see slowly Glimpses. but surely that Joe Smith's kind of game plan and attack. But also Will Jason start. Ryan and the forwards. Well, you it's know. already, that is already evident. Yeah. Jason Ryan in the forwards the forward players improved out of sight. Yeah. It's whether or not the backs can back that up. Now, do you know what happened the last time the Argentinians beat the All Blacks? The All Blacks came back and beat them quite comfortably. 38 nil. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, if we, can, if we can win the next game in a style where it's like, oh, I can see things improving, brilliant. I'd rather them have a close win and play like that than win 38-0 playing shoddy rugby. Mm. But Argent- Argentina won't let us get away with shoddy rugby. No. I think I, someone else mentioned this, uh, but New Zealand lost to Argentina, what, two years ago, right? In Australia. In Australia. And it was the same game plan. So, you know, we couldn't break them down on the weekend and they're still playing exactly the same as they did back then we still haven't come up with the answers that we need to to beat Argentina 
<clears throat> just really poor. I got two more things, mate. Rugby in the Northern Hemisphere is going to become come to a crisis as well. Okay, so we all think, oh, you know, Super Rugby's going down the pan. Northern Hemisphere rugby's better. You got France. You got all the money. I can see the Premiership, which is the big, big competitor to the top fourteen, really struggling. The United Rugby Championship already in reality struggles. Okay, you got quite small teams playing big teams, right? The Premiership Worcester Warriors look like they're going into administration. Yep. The, the whole reason why they've ring fenced that top Premiership competition is to stop this from happening, and it's happening. Yeah. And with the cost of living, I mean, those people who I'm sure everywhere in the world cost of living's going up, but my bills at home are going to quadruple. And, you know, we can suck that up just. So is your salary, though, but especially in that new role of yours, big dog. Um, But you know what? Like, if you're a rugby club and you've got to put those floodlights on. Yeah. And you've got to... And you're also paying players. You're paying the players and they're all going to want a pay increase. Yeah. You've got your heating of your club. You've got all of your diesel for cutting the grass. All of these. Those, I mean, the cost of running a rugby club is going to be huge the cost of food beer are players going to turn up are they sorry are fans going to turn up because they can they afford to go to rugby anymore yeah pie and chips is going to be like double the price so it's going to be tough as well that's criminal that putting pie and chips up pie and hot chips should be part of the entrance fee (laughs) part of the ticket Um, and the other thing I want to mention is it's really sad that I wasn't sad on the weekend. Like, I watched that game accepting that we were going to lose. And when the final whistle blew and we lost to Argentina, I kind of decide. Right. I finished my cup of tea and I had the rest of my day. That's sad in itself. Normally, I would throw my toys out of my pram. I did not. No one heard me screaming, throwing stuff. Or anything like that. Good. I just got up, drank my tea, and left. And said, yeah, they're not very good at the moment. <laughs> Took it on the chin. Mate, listeners' questions. Yes. Uh, do you want to read out the listeners' question? This is from James Banks. Banksy. Banksy, yeah. Why is every team in the world so unpredictable? unpredictable at the moment? On the face of it, it looks like everyone can both beat or lose to everyone. Why? Many thanks for the great pod. I quite like it, you know. I hate it. Oh, God, we've got a phone call. Oh. One ring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, r- Wrong number. <laughs> what? You hate it? Hate it, mate. I really like it. Hate it. I'm going to tell you why in a minute. Okay, you tell me. So Tiger Woods... When Tiger Woods, you've, was, you've told me about this. I've, we've we've already heard the spiel about two or three times. You need you, you need you need someone to beat. Yes, I agree. You need that. You need that person on the pedestal to knock off. That's right. Our island, that team. No. Is no, no one that, is no France one. that team? That's the problem. I think France are at the moment. No, yep. they're not. Yeah, they are. No, they're not. Yep. When was the last time they lost? Exactly. Shut your mouth. They boy. almost lost to Japan. Doesn't did they lose? No, but they no. almost lost. It to doesn't Japan. matter. They lost to England in the Six Nations, didn't they? Uh, no, they didn't. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> they lost to someone. <laughs> My point is, there is no one, and without anyone to really hold up as the team to beat. Correct. That's what made World Cup so good because all Blacks have always gone on number one and then got knocked off. Yes. Do you know what I mean? It's true. This is true, but also when you when you did beat the All Blacks, it was like we've done well here. But yeah. now it's like, oh, just another game. Yeah, when the box were number one and they were beating everyone, to beat them was like, yeah, yes. get in there. Yeah, I agree. And at the moment, it's like, oh, we could win. Or we could when lose. England went through that streak, yeah, where they couldn't lose, it was like, wow, got to beat who them. lost who who beat them? Was it Ireland or someone? Yeah, probably Wales or but. You know, it was great to knock that team off the pedestal. Yeah. So like I think you, you need that. And yeah. if everyone can beat everyone, it just becomes a bit like me. I drank my tea and walked out. Yeah. 
accepting that. Just becomes another game. Just becomes another game. And I think fans, I think fans, you know, when the All Blacks used to lose, it was like you 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 lost a game, you know, or sorry, rival fans. But now it's like, oh, the did you see the score against the All Blacks? Yeah, yeah we lost again. <laughs> I put down here the reasons why defence and set plays are very good. So defence dominates, and therefore refereeing becomes a major issue. And penalties then get points, yeah. And pressure leads to points, far more than the old days where you had to score tries, you had to score lots of tries to win. Yes, um, you don't need to now. You can defend, 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 and kick your points. Uh, gone are the days where you have heads up rugby, mate. It's all about the set plays. It's all about this is our systems and this is what we do. And what that means is is that analysts break down teams and find ways to beat them. So it means that, you know, if you have a good analyst and set up a good game plan, yeah. then they're going to be knocked off every now and then. Uh, rugby players don't often play with clear thinking. So it's an aggressive sport, isn't it? It's like, you know, so therefore clear thinking goes out the way, out the window. So you have real inconsistent performance because the mind is not clear. Yeah. Those are the reasons why it's unpredictable. Whereas, you know, the All Blacks before, or let's say Springboks, before video and all of that, you know, teams would dominate for long periods of time because opposition teams would would really struggle to work them out. Yeah. Whereas now, you know, it's okay. New Zealand will look at Argentina and they'll come up with a game plan that they feel will beat them. And they'll probably do it. Yes. Because that game plan will be executed by the players because they've had a week to work on it. The problem being, the truly great teams don't need a game plan to beat someone. They come up with it on the hoof during Heads the up. game. Oh, yeah, okay, I can see what they're doing there. Yeah. I'll go inside rather than it's outside. It's because there's rugby brains on the pitch. Yeah. And and that's... I was lucky enough, and I'm sure I've mentioned Wayne Smith, I, I was... My university court course we've been and watched Wayne Smith coach his whole thing was that he wanted in training his players to take full responsibility and ownership of how to defend and attack opposition teams yeah it was not him saying this is what you need to do he would always paint pictures where they had to come up with solutions themselves figure it out yourself but he was giving them that environment to do that wasn't that's he? right doesn't happen anymore. No. Doesn't happen anymore. Right, mate. My question to you, and we've sort of already answered this: Are the box going to? Are the box going the same way as the ABs? Already done. Already done. Yeah, they are the same. They've got problems at the top. Not not the right man leading their ship. Um, selections have been terrible, and the same problem for New Zealand. Uh, yeah. So it's pretty similar. Yeah. My question to you. Would you coach to win World Cups or would you coach to win each match? I'd coach to win each match and each match would win me a World Cup. I agree. Enough said. Next question. It's done, isn't <laughs> I it? I know. It's as simple as that. Yep. Yep. If you win each match, you'll eventually win a World Cup. Correct. Done. Yeah. Don't need to worry. I, I actually, one thing that I thought was really interesting that, that I heard was people talk about the four-year cycles. Oh, I've got four-year cycle to the World Cup. I've got four-year cycle. We're going to play all these players. We've got to do all these things. They're building to the next World Cup. In reality, it's not a four-year cycle. No. It's about six months. You can have a terrible run-in and pull it all together with six months, even less than that, to yeah, go. Yeah, definitely. You don't need a four-year cycle. You just need to... Get your last six months right. Yep. And when you do, then that carries on to a long competition, doesn't it? It is. Right, mate. Um, okay, so I've got a good finish for you today. Toby doesn't actually know what we're doing, which is quite normal. Um, uh, so you have to tell me what they're doing now. Yep. So I'm going to tell you some players, some past players, and you have to tell me uh, what they're doing now. Now, these are the three players, okay? Kevin Mialamu, Jimmy Cowan, and Periwipu. Okay. okay. Now I'm going to give you 
I'm going to give you, you've got to match the job oh, yeah. with okay. the person. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, you know, it shouldn't be too difficult for you. So, one of these players is a jet boat uh, driver. Really? Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> one of these players has their own fishing TV show. Okay. Okay. And one of these players owns a local gym and is a local politician or on the low-level politician system. Really? Okay. So you've got a match. Play over uh, okay. the job. Okay, okay. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, so good. <laughs> so good. Okay. Um, Kevin Mayalamu, because he's got a brain, is going to be the gym owner and low-level politician. 100%? Yes. You're right. Yeah, okay. What were my other ones? What was the first one? Uh, so you've got jet boat driver. Jimmy Cowan is a jet boat driver and Pity Weepu has his own, um, he's got his own TV show. Absolutely class. 100%, right. yeah. yeah. How did you know that? So Jimmy Cowan doesn't have a brain. Pity Weepu <laughs> doesn't have a brain either. <laughs> <laughs> and I did know, I did know that Pity was either into fishing because he, he likes he his was, food. Yeah, he <laughs> loves his food. I thought he was going to be a pie maker. No, uh, he. I knew that he did a show that was either about fishing or hunting. Yeah, it is a fishing and hunting show. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then I. What did you What did you catch today, uh, Pity? Oh, nothing. <laughs> Mate, you've got blood all over your yeah. face. I ate it all. <laughs> I like it raw. <laughs> I'm so hungry. <laughs> I'm so hungry as soon as oh, I see mate, it. Mate, you've been mean to him now. <laughs> mate, as always, uh, I hope you've really enjoyed doing the show with me. Always, mate. How do, how do, how do our supporters support us? Email. Yep. Like, share, subscribe. Love that. You know, we, we're... We don't need the money. We don't do no. this for money. No, we don't. But any money that you decide to put through on Patreon, you know, is greatly appreciated. Well, it just means that we can upgrade our gear so we didn't sound so... I think we sound all right. Oh. But oh. what would be really good What's is that? to get us on YouTube. Oh, yeah. And we need a kind of system to do that. A couple yeah. of cameras. Yeah. They'd be really good. So anyway, mate. But emails, though. Email in. We love an email. We've had loads lately. Yeah, brilliant. Thank you for your support in yes, that way. Definitely. Uh, and Brett, Brett from last week, yep. the drinking game, Brett. Yes. He sent through the full rules and regulations. I love of that it. they've actually put rules and regulations. <laughs> He's changed it. Oh, has he? To incorporate a couple of showing more toe than Roman sandal. Excellent. Love that. Village. So I'll put that on. Yeah. And um, I'm sure quite a few people will enjoy. Listen, what, listening to us on a Saturday <laughs> night. Now that is village. Driving to work on a Monday doing the game. <laughs> you arrive at work. Oh, hello. Hello. They bloody said no. Show my day that a Roman sandal a lot. <laughs> okay, mate. Anyway, until yeah. next week. See you later. <laughs> Podcast Network.